Good afternoon. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case Boyd v. State, 643-SW-2D-700, Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, 1982. This individual got into trouble because he showed a movie. A movie. He got a good defense, it looks like, because they brought up 10 points of appeal. So how did this go? Let's read from the record. At the trial, it says, quote, This is an appeal from a conviction for commercial obscenity. Punishment was assessed at $150 confinement and a $1,000 fine. End quote. $150, 150 days confinement. 150 days. That goes overboard, if you ask me. What do you think? And remember, the $1,000 fine was in 1982. So you got to adjust that for inflation. That's going to be much higher. $1,000 is too much for today. Just imagine what it would be if you adjust it for inflation. The record also says, quote, We are going to call upon you today to try what we call the exhibition of obscene matter. I believe from my understanding it's going to be a short movie film called Porno Film or X-Rated Film. Before, before we go any further, is there any juror who feels that they could not sit through this type of case? End quote. The film in question, according to the record, is a film called Teeny Fanny. Has anyone out there seen that? If so, what do you think about it? Did you enjoy it? Do you consider it obscene? How do you view it? How did you get your hands on it? Did you see it at the theater before it was banned? What happened? They make an interesting aside. They say, quote, Further, our dictionary definition of pornographic does not define pornograph as being obscene per se. All pornographic or X-rated films are not necessarily obscene, end quote. It's a distinction. Interesting distinction. It seems to be a rather fragile decision, I'm sorry, a fragile distinction, as we've seen from all these cases, because the juries, the individuals, the judges, they can just deem something obscene at will. And one of the cases, or maybe more, noted that police officers have so much power to decide whether something's obscene or not. This defendant brought up an argument I never heard before. I consider it rather original. It says, quote, He asserts that obscene materials are not entitled to copyright protection, and the fact of a copyright raises a presumption that the material was designed to promote the progress of science and the useful arts, end quote. And a little bit later, they're quoting from another case, which says, quote, Obscenity law is a concept not adopted for the use as a means for ascertaining whether creative works may be copyrighted. Obscenity as a constitutional doctrine has developed as an effort to create a tolerable compromise between First Amendment considerations and police power. End quote. I applaud the defendant for thinking outside the box in asserting this point. It says he asserts that obscene materials are not entitled to copyright protection. So on and so forth. End quote. 
Indeed, I like that assertion. Unfortunately, the judges in this case didn't find that persuasive. But I give the defendant and his lawyers much credit for making that effort. All in all, they had 10 points of consideration. Unfortunately, they didn't win a single point. Alas, alas, quite the ruling, quite the event, quite the situation. They deserve credit for trying, and we should admire them for trying to advance the First Amendment. They didn't win a single point, but still, let's applaud them. Let's uplift them. And let's fight like they fought. So how will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.